0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Self-Care Club. I'm Nicole
1: Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkon. If you are a new listener, then a very warm welcome and thank you for joining
0: us. And if you are a long-time law listener, then
1: hi!
0: (laughs) (laughs) So happy you're still here with us. Thank you for being here. So, how are you this week? What have you been up to? What are you doing for your own self-care? Anything? Well, after the forgetfulness
1: fiasco of last week, I am back. What was last week? (laughs)
0: i can't remember
1: well we just kind of like forgot to do loads of stuff that we were supposed to be doing and our show went up late etc etc
0: oh yeah well people might not know that at home
1: no they might not know um i'm back on the nootropic chocolate ah it's not an effort it's one square i have it at like after lunch at two o'clock and you know it switches my brain on and i need it Okay, I'm also taking vitamin D drops every morning because so many bugs and illnesses and flus and COVID shit going around and I don't want it.
0: No, I've started taking, I've got li- tiny little vitamin D capsules. Brilliant. At home, so I've been taking them as well. It's so weird that you're doing that.
1: It's really important yeah. in the winter months. Agreed. And it's really not a hardship.
0: I've also started back on my collagen. Oh, yeah? Yep.
1: Blech. Okay.
0: <laughs> i really notice a difference though
1: do you yeah
0: i really do it really brightens my skin up okay i don't notice a difference in myself but my my skin for sure okay i also had my injection done oh. in my lower back I know. I know i'm feeling really sorry for myself i'm feeling sorry for myself there's no other way of putting it not nice no it's not um so that's what and i'm having to do a lot of a lot of stuff around that for my self-care, which is so boring.
1: Because it's slow. And we all know you don't like slow.
0: It is slow. Well, I have had this for a year. I, I mean, know. No one wants a bad back for a year.
1: No one wants a bad back for a day.
0: No, that's true. Anyway, so that's our self-care news. Okay. Should we get on to the topic of the day?
1: Yes, please. It's so not uplifting, is it?
0: January blues. Feeling oh. Fat, full, fed up and broke as if it wasn't enough we're broke as well <laughs> i hate january it's such a rubbish month isn't, it's crap, it? isn't it so today is blue monday it's today happy blue monday happy blue monday everybody the third monday of january is officially the most depressing day of the entire year yes and we are here We have made it, everybody, and we will get through it. It all started with a pseudo-scientific formula created by a travel company in 2005, taking into account factors like weather, debt, time since Christmas, and motivation levels and other factors. But, you know, take it all With a grain of salt. Yes. Regardless of the size behind it, January can be and is a total downer for many. The holiday cheer has worn off, reality has kicked in and it's overwhelming as we wait for the coldest, darkest, longest, dreariest month of the year to end. Which it never does. And also payday, it's the longest wait for payday ever, right? It's a a five week month. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of all the months, it should be shorter, shouldn't it? Yeah, January because everyone needs it to be shorter. Everyone needs to get paid. It's so true. Yeah. So as you're it's, so poor after Christmas. If it's not bad enough, and dark enough, mm. and cold enough. Mm. Mm. You also got to endlessly wait to get paid.
1: The thing about this Blue Monday thing is that it was created by a travel company. And obviously it was created by the travel company so that in January you felt as depressed as possible. So you would therefore book a holiday and spend money with the travel company. It's all
0: about consumerism. Absolutely. what it all comes down to. do
1: you think it's really a thing? Is it a real thing or is it a creative thing? I mean, I
0: don't know if the third Monday in January is actually the thing. Are we just buying into this because we're told to? I mean, there is probably a lot of research that suggests that people feel really miserable around mid-January. Yes. Yes. Whether it's the actual third Monday of every January, every year, I think that's probably a bit of a reach. Mm. But people do feel miserable in January. It's very cold and it's very dark. Do you know what else happens at the beginning
1: of January? Another really fun day. Divorce day!
0: Oh my God. Yes. Why? Because people have spent Christmas together.
1: Uh, yes. It's come to be known as Divorce Day. It's actually the 3rd of January, normally, um, and it's a day now named by define, lawyers. How
0: can they define it? to? Oh, I'll tell lawyers. you when, because
1: it's the first Monday when the lawyers open their offices, and it's known as Divorce Day. And law firms see a spike in couples filing to split from one another and relate... Also, report a significant increase in the number of people visiting its website over the festive season. During the first three wow, favourite during the first three working days of the year, Relate receive 84% more visits to its website in comparison to the year before. The first Monday in January is when lawyers and law firms receive a surge of new inquiries from couples about divorce, Relate stated, adding that it expected inquiries to go through the roof.
0: It's because they've all been at home together, yeah, well, they've all just been together at the That was like lockdown.
1: It's that. And then it's combined with, okay, it's now going to be January. It's a fresh year. I'm not doing another year with them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's the other fun thing about January. That's really sad. That makes me really sad. Mm. And there's so much hype around Christmas being joyful and a time for family. and The most wonderful time of the year. Yeah, we could sing it. But actually, for most people, well, not most, uh, the number is probably really high they just, it, it must be really difficult. I think for lots of people it's really difficult. And I think
1: a lot of people are massively relieved when it's done. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um So is Blue Monday a thing? Mm,
1: I don't know if the actual just day is, is a thing, but I think January not being like my most favourite month is definitely a thing.
0: Do you get January blues?
1: No, I don't get January blues, but I do definitely feel tired after Christmas. And I also have... Two out of three of my kids' birthdays the last week of January. So I'm going from, I know, I know. So I'm going from Christmas to then, I mean, less so now because the oldest one's very old, but you know, making two birthday parties and presents and all the rest of it. Yeah, but you it. still
0: have to, regardless of how old he, how old no, he is. No, I know, but still, I'm obviously not making a birthday party no, for still, 30 people anymore. No, but you're him. still planning. Yeah, of course. You're still planning stuff yeah. for him. Yeah, and they're six
1: days apart. So, and you know, you're broke from Christmas and then you've got to do not one but two kids birthdays so it's it, it once january is done i'm there's always a little bit of yeah. relief for me yeah.
0: well also because then you're starting to get into spring february's a uh, yeah. quick month and you're yeah. like okay march yeah. it's yeah. getting lighter yeah. again agreed. i can start to deal with this yeah. you know agreed agreed right let's go on to the next bit shall we feeling fat and full <laughs> Hi clubbers, we've written a book and we are so excited to finally be able to tell you about it. It's called Have You Tried This? And it will be released on February the 15th, 2024 by Welbeck Publishing. It's the best of what we've learnt
1: over four years of living and experimenting with everything the self-care and wellness world has to offer, all collated into one place, plus a load of new practices written just for the book.
0: And the best thing? Every single practice in the book costs you absolutely nothing and every practice in there really will improve your mental health and well-being it's available right now on pre-order be the first to get your copy link is in our show notes this episode is brought to you by one wellbeck women's health a leading private clinic in central London bringing together gynecologists obstetricians and breast specialists it's truly a one-stop shop for female health services range from breast screening to pelvic floor treatment and everything in between all carried out in a calm and relaxed setting that has been specifically designed to put women at ease every step of the way
1: I had a routine mammogram there recently and I couldn't have felt better Taken
0: care of it was a truly positive experience One Welbeck Women's Health has also launched a comprehensive menopause service taking a multidisciplinary approach to managing menopausal symptoms through a combination of personalised medical treatments and lifestyle advice Putting
1: your health first is true self-care To find out more about this brilliant clinic visit onewelbeck.com forward slash women's health or simply search One Welbeck Women's Health
0: There is an onslaught of ads for anything that suggests you'll be happier if you lose weight. Yeah. Listen, it's their... I do get it. It's their busiest period of the year. Yeah. Everyone has one. Yeah. Every industry has one. Yeah. Like for hairdressers, it's always December. Of course. Look great for the party season. Right. So you're going to target things for everyone that wants to get their hair done. And that's what they do. Everybody is wanting to make, as we discussed last week most people want to make some sort of change. They get a bit reflective over the new year. Okay, but
1: this is my problem, right? Mm. It's all wrapped up in this thing that you, do you just want more energy or do you just want a better connection with yourself? But it's not. It's actually just massively misogynistic. And I just don't like this hoodwinking of women being told that you have to be thinner to be better because I think this is all about consumerism. I don't think that this diet and wellness industry give one single fuck about you. It's all trickery. It's it's basically consumerism based on the principle that if your self-esteem is completely in the bin, you're going to sign up and spend money with them and change yourself. And I don't think that the majority of it is done for good reason. Mm. That's my problem with it.
0: I think that I think that's a h- enormous part of the health and fitness industry. Absolutely enormous. And I think there is so much bad advice around. That's why I like James Smith, that that Australian yes, PT, I love well, he's an him. English PT that lives in Australia, because he really does cut out all the bullshit. Yes, and he brings things back to basics. Yes. Um so I really like his approach. But there are some people doing really amazing stuff in this space but you do but you do have to look hard to seek them out but how do you know yeah right how yeah.
1: you might know i know and you might yes. have a better idea of it because you're very immersed in that world and you've been to bad gyms yep. where they've only valued yep. you on how totally. skinny can you get and you're now at a good gym where they value you on your strength and it's a community and it's different but if i'm walking into that i might not know and i just feel like this hoodwinking of women telling you you can only be happy if you do a juice cleanse you can only be happy you know if you if if you buy this and drink this and don't basically you
0: can only be happy if you look a certain way which is a way that society wants you to look which is some aspirational view of of perfection and it's very unhealthy
1: but i feel like a lot of these especially the cleanses i think they are counting on women feeling gross unhappy fat whatever it is to make money and i'm not okay with that
0: no and i don't think any of us should be and i do think there is a lot of misogyny behind it i think it is very much aimed more at women than it is at men definitely still um and i i you're right there is a lot of covering up of do you want more energy and it's the, the language has changed yeah but the intention hasn't no It's all consumerism. It's all consumerism. There's a woman that I follow on Instagram, Anna Sweeney. Mm. Uh, She's a nutritional therapist and she talks about disordered eating. Right. And she encourages, you know finding a good relationship with food basically and she wrote a brilliant post the other day which I would like to read out oh go on toxic nutritional messaging is more harmful for your health than food could ever be so then she goes on to say eat this food and change your life skip that food and change your life take your health into your own hands eat this way and never get sick eat that way and stay alive forever eat clean juice your food but get enough fibre eat like a cave person but only eat plants add MCTs (laughs) I don't know what MCTs are you need more More protein. More than that, sugar is addictive. Stop eating at 6 p.m. Start eating at 6 (laughs) p.m. Drink red wine. Drink coffee. Caffeine is addictive. Alcohol is bad for you. Eat green food, but only raw. Cook veggies for nutrition absorption. Jump before you can eat. Jump before you eat to let gravity make digestion easier. Don't you get it yet? You are what you eat, but that's impossible. Confused? Question mark? Good. Buy that to make it make sense. Your well plus being is in their hands. Stress is bad for you, but stress is about perfect food. Is not really stress, is it?
1: Oh, my God. And then she yeah. goes on to
0: say, This shit is endless and endlessly disingenuous. Nutrition is cool and not magical or mystical. All food, in capital letters, is better for you than being terrified by food. Absolutely. Isn't that brilliant? Absolutely.
1: I mean, look, it is not rocket science. If you are going to mainline McDonald's, you're probably not going to look or feel as good as if you are going to make some food at home. And that does not have to be measured in whatever, whatever it is. Just cook it. Cook real food. Eat real food. Not too much. Move yourself. You'll be fine.
0: Yes. Listen, there is there is a lot of listen. I, I live by a certain way of eating. I do. And you and I have had this out a million times. And yeah. That's not the conversation that I want to have now because it's not necessary. Um, so I am very much about being measured about your diet and being very intentional and mindful about what you eat, however you do that. Because for me, what I eat very much determines how I feel. And I think that is the same for most people. So having some education, proper education and intention around it, I think is really important. But these diets that are thrown at us promising to change our lives for the better are very toxic. Yeah. As
1: a caveat, I would just like to say I have no issue or problem with anybody who wants to lose weight. If you want to lose weight okay, great, lose weight, that's fine. But it's just more this this upselling of your life will be better if you're skinny because you're disgusting and revolting
0: as you are. And that's aimed like at women. That. And that's aimed yeah. mainly at women. It's just
1: basically you are only of value if you are this size. And yeah. I
0: can't and I won't. Subscribe to that. I won't. No, and nor should you. And nor should anybody, mm. as we said last week, you are of worth. Regardless of how productive you are or how you look or how you feel about yourself, you are of worth. Absolutely. Full stop. Absolutely. Um, I love what you've written here. You wrote, self-improvement comes from a place of self-love, not shame or self-hatred. I love that. It's so true, right? It's so true. It's so true. Um, And I wanted us to discuss the difference... A little yeah. bit. Yeah. Because obviously all of these ads that are thrown at us are relying on people slash women not liking themselves. Yes. And they're playing into that. Yes. But actually making positive changes from yourself from a place of self-love and self-respect yeah. is very different. Yeah. And feels very different. yeah. So um let's give the example of wanting to lose weight. Yeah. From a place of shame and hatred. Yeah. How would that feel like what would the personal narrative around that be i'm disgusting
1: no one likes me i don't have any value i can't go out i can't wear this i must not eat i'm gonna need to restrict myself because i look revolting this size
0: and i I hate hate
1: myself i need
0: to change to be accepted i need to change in order to fit in to other people's expectations yeah. of what a woman should look like. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. And then losing weight from a place of self-love and self-respect. Yeah. What does that sound like?
1: I think it sounds like, you know what? I really feel like because I love myself and I, I want to be proud of myself and how I feel and how I look. I'm going to be very measured and think about some healthy, slow ways that maybe I could make some positive changes in my diet.
0: (laughs) Would that be better? Yes, but I think it's also okay to say, actually, I'm not feeling great in how I feel and I want to feel great. Therefore, I need to make some changes for myself. And I'm going to put that in place because I deserve to feel good. And I value myself. And I value myself and I value my energy and I value my body and I want to function well and I want to feel proud of how I feel and how I look. And that's okay. That is totally okay. That is different. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: Because one is very empowering and one is very diminishing. Agreed. Should we take a break and then come back and talk about feeling fed up?
1: Let's do that. Right January this is what happens (laughs) all the excitement of Christmas goes maybe you've had like family or visitors saying they leave or maybe you've been somewhere really nice like a holiday or staying with relatives and you leave and all these fun plans and arrangements end and I think for some people it's a massive relief that they go back to their normal life and I think for other people it can be a really huge come down or they can start to feel really lonely Because they've had all that companionship and family around them. And then suddenly they're back to their life, which maybe isn't as full as they would like it to be. So I think that's a lot of the reason
0: why people get fed up. Um, Well, and also all the things that we've discussed, you know, you're being targeted, telling you to make changes and look different. And for example, you need to fix something that might not even be broken in your life, but it gets you thinking that it is. Yeah you're in the darkest longest month of the year there's no bloody sunlight at all when you wake up or when you go to bed there just isn't (laughs) no there isn't sunlight till like eight
1: o'clock no but you know to counterbalance this so I think this week I was feeling a bit like oh it's endless I want to just do something that feels nice so I've made a plan to have dinner with my best friend later this week And that's like something nice to look forward to. It's not huge. It's not a big deal. But it's just like, okay, great. I'm going to have a nice evening. It's going to perk me up for the week. You don't have to do something massive. No. But just something little, put it in the diary, something small to look forward
0: to. Again, it, it all comes back to the simplest of things doesn't it which is what we always talk about on the show like self-care is not complicated no it's not elusive it's not expensive it's actually really simple and it's the things that make you smile it's the things that make your heart feel that bit warmer and the things that bring you that bit of joy yeah and it doesn't matter where it's coming from it's just for you
1: Yeah, and just find the spark of happiness. You know, she texted me to say that her brother had just got engaged and she was so happy and she was like, we should go out. And I was like, yeah, we should go out because that is lovely. And when nice things happen, it's good to celebrate them, right?
0: Yeah, really. really. I love that you two are going out. Are you going out with the brother? No, no,
1: no. (laughs) He's not invited.
0: (laughs) I love it. You'll go out on his engagement party, but he's not invited. No, he's not invited. Neither the bride. Um, We're also feeling broke oh
1: we are feeling broke and you now. know
0: financial stress is a very real thing after Christmas it's massive well it's a very real thing after Christmas and it, and it's a very real thing that can weigh very very heavy yeah credit card bills to pay off yep. the tax returns due yes. on the January the 31st yeah so you know what do you do with all that you can create a budget to deal with your debt
1: yes over the course of the year you've got a whole year to plan how to pay Ooh. that debt off
0: I don't this want to a do good that. time to plan it. Um, also, do not get roped into the January sales.
1: Please, you don't need to be buying sequin blazers now just because they're 60% off. I, I, I've done the thing this January where I've looked at everything and bought nothing.
0: Well done.
1: Yeah. Okay, that's a lie I did by one pair of trainers. <laughs> but. Trainers? Yeah.
0: You love a trainer.
1: I love a trainer.
0: Um... Well, I think avoiding the January sales is a very good tip. Because mm. you're right, you don't need anything. You
1: really don't. You really
0: don't. And also, it's not going to help with your financial stress. No. It's going to make it it's worse. It's going to exacerbate. You're going to have that tiny little hit of dopamine and it's going to feel really great for about four minutes. And then when it arrives, although I did buy this like overcoat puffer thing mm. that was in the sale, mm. and I go, oh, look. It's 30% off, yeah. I like that. It's very I tempting, it. isn't it? Well, I did it. Yeah, Totally fell into the bloody trap. Yeah, it's very tempting. Um, there's return to work and school, but... Yes. I'm happy to be to return to work.
1: I'm so happy to be returning to work. But if we had a job that we hated and a horrible boss, we might be really depressed about that. And there are some kids, like, Josh was so happy to be going back to school, but my niece was like, oh no, I don't want to go back. You know, I think... My kids were
0: actually... They both moaned about going back to school, but they were really happy to be going back.
1: I think it's just
0: really good for them to be with yeah. their friends and have structure. Yes, and be with their peers and yes, get up at a certain time yeah. and learn and come yeah. home and come home tired and all of that. Absolutely. Um, you've also got the New Year's resolution pressure, which Absolutely. we spoke about last week. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't listened to last week's show, please go back and have a listen. And you've got flu season. You just have. to top it all off. Yeah. That's why we're taking our vitamin D. So there's a lot, there's a lot in January to feel miserable about. Agreed. But you know, we're always here with the silver lining
1: at Self Care Club. We are. So let's serve up some tips to help.
0: How can we get through the longest, darkest, dreariest month of the year? Okay, come on. So if you are feeling the blues, please know that it's totally okay. And we are here with you. You are not alone. Yes. Um... Now, my first tip yes is yes. It's a bit of a curveball. Okay, go on. I'm going to say there's lots to feel there's lots to feel fed up about. And actually, I think it's okay and it's really important to feel fed up for a certain period of time. There is no point in trying to lie to yourself and say, "I feel great. I feel on top of the world." I'm not worried about money. I'm not worried about this. I'm not. I'm fine with the weather being totally shit and dark. Like it's fine because that is toxic positivity. We've done a show on it, and it was utterly fascinating. Wasn't it was it? It was. Yeah. At how toxic <laughs> that toxic positivity can be. Basically, faking positivity when you really don't feel that way in your heart is really bad for your well-being. Mm. So I say, if you feel fed up, let yourself feel fed up because sometimes it can be wrapped up in feelings of guilt um, that you shouldn't be feeling that way or that you know you should be stepping into gratitude because I do that all the time so feel it okay but feel it for a period of time don't dwell on it don't sit in it for weeks on end until you're in March and you're then suddenly you know too deep in it to get yourself out feel it give yourself a week however long you think you really need and then Put some steps into place in order to help you feel that bit better because there is, and I said this to a friend last night, there is always something you can do to help you feel a bit better, even when it feels very, very dark and lonely. I'm going to add something to that. If
1: you do feel, after having been through the period or feeling like this, that it is not getting better, or in fact it is getting worse go and talk to somebody about that. I mean, a professional about that. If you are heading to the lawyer's office or you really can't (laughs) get
0: out of the slump, go and talk to someone about it. That's what they're there for. And you'll know when you're in the slump for too long because um, Emma Reed Terrell, we had her on the show and I always remember what she said was, is it getting in the way? Like I said Mm. to her, when do you need to get professional help? Mm. And she said, when it is getting in the way. Mm. So if it's getting in the way and you're cancelling plans or you're not turning up to work or you're just not able to function how you normally do, that's when it's getting in the way of your life. Yes, agreed.
1: Okay, it's also very common for everyone to indulge during the holiday season. Please don't start labelling yourself as disgusting no. or greedy. You you are not those things. You are allowed to be a human being who relaxes and enjoys themselves. And, and what is the point of living if you are living in permanent restriction or enjoying one thing and then bashing yourself over the head yeah. for it, right? That's totally. not living. No. My second tip is block targeted ads on your phone. So there is a way to do this on Instagram. It might be different on whatever phone you're using, but you basically go to settings, ads and ad topics, and then you can choose whatever it is. So it might be body weight um, or weight loss, and you can basically block those ads from constantly coming into your phone. And they do
0: ask you now, don't they, when they serve you an ad, are you interested, yes or no? Yeah, I have noticed that what are you blocking?
1: I've, well, I've blocked two people so far. One is this kind of mum account and I'm just finding it, firstly, she lives in America and it's permanently sunny and I'm finding that very grating at the moment. (laughs) And also she is so, I find it very toxically positive at all times. And it's just, it doesn't make me feel good. It makes me feel a bit shitty. So I've just got rid of her. Yeah. I'm basically just getting rid and cancelling and getting rid of anyone I'm following who isn't making me smile or laugh. And really, I found that I'm mostly now following young gay guys who do comedy. They do like skits with themselves.
0: That's what I seem to be mostly following. I, I'm mostly following Cavapoo accounts. Okay. So just, and yeah. the, you know, when they talk to the dogs and they have those yeah. voiceovers. Yeah. And I, they just make me laugh and they make me warm and they make me really fuzzy and happy. And golden retrievers, they, they, it's hit my algorithm. I'm there
1: for it. I follow about 20 golden any retriever dog, accounts. Any dog yeah. account. Dog accounts, I'm there.
0: they they never grow and i'm also blocking um crossfit accounts Mm -hmm. and anything of like high that high impact activity because i can't do it at the moment yeah so when i see it i get fomo and then i start beating myself up that i can't do it so it's just no good
1: good idea good idea yeah curate your feed can we just remind
0: everyone that social media
1: is there to like enjoy Curate your own feed. You don't, have, you don't
0: have to look at things you don't want to look at. And nor should you. No. Um, if you feel you want to cut down on alcohol, you could try Dry January. I mean, just that's a hard no for me, but okay. Uh, we did two shows We've yep. done Dry January yep. and we have done Sober Curious. Yes. So go listen to them. Yes. Um, and they will give you some insight. And we had uh, a guy called Rory Fairbanks on it. And he is the founder of One Year No Beer. Yeah. And he runs a massive platform on encouraging people to, to get a better relationship with alcohol. Yes. Um, so he's not about going totally sober. And he's really inspiring. So go have a listen to him if it's something that you want to create for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Here's another one that Lauren's written down. Go on, say it, Lauren. Accept yourself more. Try some self-compassion. What is going on here with this self-compassion? I told
1: you I'm great in January. I'm just great in January.
0: What, every January?
1: No, just this particular one. Oh, why is that? I don't know why. I've just, like, made decisions that there are things this year I will no longer tolerate, I will no longer part with, I will be calling out. I just feel really kind of... Structured and boundary this year,
0: nice. It's <laughs> all very clear. Do you think it's because you've written a book on boundaries? I mean, put, that may have helped. You've actually written a book on boundaries. Yeah, we've read it many, many times. Yeah, maybe it's gone in. Maybe no, but I wouldn't say you were not a boundary person. You have always had boundaries.
1: Well, they're becoming higher and good. firmer.
0: So are mine,
1: mm. and it's good for me. Yeah, it, it's not always good for
0: people around
1: you. I don't. That's mean. what I'm noticing. Right. But also, I'm okay with that. But it's also not, that's not for you. I'm not responsible for how other people feel about my boundaries. Yeah,
0: love that. Um, you can try out, if you want to make a change around your diet, or around how you eat, why don't you try just three n- new nutritious meals? Yeah, the
1: emphasis being on new, new. Like, try some stuff, cook something, some food you've never tasted before, just for the sake of trying. Yeah, yeah. And cooking it.
0: And cooking it. Yeah. So Daisy, um, she basically has decided she doesn't like my cooking. So now, rather than getting really frustrated about it, this is also very new for me in parenting. I'm taking a step back. Rather than having an argument with her every night about how she's not eating my food, I'm just not making her food. And so she comes in and she makes herself dinner. Okay. And she's making herself perfectly healthy meals. Great. They're perfectly nutritious, so I'm fine with it. If great. If she living on chicken nuggets and chips, yeah. no, not so great. God, she'll be learning so much by doing that. That's brilliant. And also, we're learning because she's bringing new stuff into the house because she, she follows all these cooking accounts on Amazing. TikTok. Amazing. Amazing. And it's great because she's like, well, you cook the same things. I'm like, well, great. Show me what to make and I will happily make it. I just think there are a million cookbooks. And if you don't like cookbooks, there's always TikTok
1: or whatever you're going to use um, to inspire you and expand your diet. That is the thing for me. It's never about restricting it. It's about expanding it because there's just everything out there available to you. So much to choose from. So many ways to eat. So
0: many ways, so many healthy ways to eat. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I agree.
1: I'm already like planning our lunches for the next few weeks. Are you? Yeah. I've like got this whole thing that I really want to make us a winter kale
0: salad with some roasted nuts. Oh my God. I, I, I'm like literally already excited. And also today, it doesn't matter. Okay. We'll, we'll discuss it <laughs> after. Um, look after your basic needs, please, clubbers. Yes. Vitamin D, vitamin C uh every day during the winter
1: yes get uh, outside in daylight as well i know there isn't a lot of daylight but when you see some get out in it 10 minutes that's really all you need yeah and it helps if you do suffer from sad and it helps in your vitamin d
0: yeah
1: just do it
0: yeah do it
1: do it also i know this is boring but i'm gonna say it start a small savings pot for next Christmas. if you buy two or three takeaway coffees a week if instead you put away that 10 pounds you will have 500 pounds sitting in a pot next christmas that's, that's a lot of money now wouldn't that be helpful
0: yeah that would be yeah. really yeah really okay helpful. come on
1: and this is what i'm going to end on if there was ever a month to hibernate with a stack of books it is january joanna thomas course she is the times book reviewer and she says reading offers comfort and cheer Wisdom and companionship, Aww. but also a vision of life's pitfalls and a sense that we are not alone in cold, bewildering times. Oh,
0: what a lovely note to end the show on. See, it was an uplifting show. It was in the end, wasn't it? Thank you, Clubbers. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back on Friday with our weekly Wellness Roundup show, which brings you all the news in wellness and self care. Wow, so there's it, a lot in January. There's so much in January. We had to cut last week's in half. We did um so make sure you tune in if you want to be in touch all of our links are in the show notes just scroll down below you want to pre-order our book our link is in there too and come find us come be part of the conversation come let us know what you've tried what you're trying and what you're doing for your own self-care see you next week